literally tracked her applications and she applied to 1,600, 1,600 applications and she only landed 10 interviews and only one of them was with a hiring manager. I think at the heart of it, it's kind of saying if the job description is misaligned, if the process is misaligned, what we almost need to do is get to the heart of what is happening for that role. Welcome to the Career Advancement Academy. We're your hosts, Jack and Kara Dennison, and we're your ultimate career coaches. We're here to help you find, land, and crush your dream job. And help you live an amazingly authentic life while doing it. If you're a professional ready to make the money you're worth, make an impact at companies you like, and live authentically, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Career Advancement Academy. Class is in session. Welcome back to the Career Advancement Academy. I'm Jack Dennison, and this is Kara Dennison, SPHR. And we are here today to talk to you about the hidden job search strategy that your competition is using to land your dream job. But before we dive into that, make sure that if you are in a job search, that you go back and listen to last week's episode, because we talked about the one mistake in a job search that can derail your career. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So if you are in a job search and you are slamming your resume into those job boards over and over again, and you're wondering, how are my friends and family? How is my competition landing my dream job over and over again while I keep getting rejected? I'm glad you're listening because we are going to be talking about the two types of job searches out there and what are the pros and cons to both of them? Which one are you doing? How can you work the pros and cons to either of them and how can you make the best decision for yourself? So, Jack, what are the two types of job search? Well, the first type of job search is the traditional job search. It's the old school, go into the job boards, go apply online, throw that application in there. And then after we hit that, it's hope that we get that call back, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I am going to tell you a stat that we found on Forbes from just a couple of years ago that says that 70% of resumes are actually filtered out of the applicant tracking system. 70%? I know, right? Before a human can even review them. So let's back up a quick second and answer what the heck is an applicant tracking system. So as someone who worked in corporate recruiting for uh, years, I also implemented an applicant tracking system. So I'm going to tell you the quick overview of what it is. The applicant tracking system is the software that sits behind the job boards. They are, or it is the system that is going to be scanning your resume in order to see how well it matches to the job description. Okay, so that's basically what it does. After it scans the resume, it's going to spit out to the recruiter, uh, usually a percentage of how well it matches, and it's going to allow the recruiter to see your information and it creates a profile for you in their system. Okay, so let's go over some pros and cons of this approach. Now, most likely if you're in a job search and you're listening to this, you already kind of know some of the pros and cons of this. You've already probably been experiencing this. So let's talk about the pros first, yeah. shall we? So really being able to talk about the ability to leverage our tools that are out there now, right? Pros are, if you haven't been sleeping under a rock this year, back in January, ChatGPT was released, right? And that is a great source to be able to leverage, to be able to help customize your resume, to be able to write new bullets, to be able to reframe things really quickly. However, uh, there are a lot of 
issues with that, right? Like the- Yeah, the we'll talk about the cons first. Let's talk about some other pros. So <laughs> first, the pro is like Jack said, you want to make sure, like I said, you want to make sure that your resume is matching the job description. So using something like ChatGPT is a really great and easy way to go ahead and do that, right? You can put the job description in, you can put your resume in and ChatGPT will spit back a resume that matches ish. Okay. So that's the first one. The second one is you can easily apply to multiple opportunities, right? Absolutely. The technology's gotten good. There's a lot of different platforms out there and, and there are even services that apply to jobs for you at this stage. Yeah. That's the, the next pro, pro. You can absolutely hire someone or a service that will apply for you. Talk about the easy way out. That's amazing, right? You get to sit back you get to sit back, you get to invest a little bit of money, and you can either have a person go and apply and do the chat GPT thing for you and apply over and over and over again. Or there's even some AI software systems that will go and do that for you. Just mass apply over and over and over and over again. Cover a lot of ground pretty quick. Yeah, you do cover a lot of ground pretty quick. Also, when you apply to numerous jobs, right, if you apply to hundreds and hundreds of jobs, you actually do increase your chance of landing a recruiter interview because of the fact that you are massively increasing your applications. Now, well, but just because I buy more lottery tickets doesn't mean I'm going to win the lottery though, right? That's true. But if you are following all of these pros, customizing your resume, making sure it matches the job description and applying to hundreds and hundreds of jobs, you are by all intents and purposes, increasing your chance of landing a recruiter interview. So that's really, really good. The other pro to this is you don't have to stretch yourself. You do not have to learn new skills. You don't have to go and uh, have someone else write your resume. You don't have to um, talk to other people. You don't have to truly stretch yourself and grow in this process. So Overall, when you are hitting that apply button, you're getting dopamine hits left, right, and center. Woo! Apply, 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 apply. I'm feeling good. I am doing some good stuff for the future of my career. Woo! So there's some dopamine hits in that too. Let's talk about some of the cons, the cons that go along with that. Yeah, I think really some of the issues that can happen there is immediately once we hit that apply button, like now what? Now what? Well, I want to back up for just a quick second and talk about this part of the job search as someone who was a corporate recruiter for years and who was deeply ingrained in job description creation. Um, just for some background, my company that I was working through went through a complete job description overhaul, um, comp benefit analysis, like all of that stuff, um, benchmarking, et cetera. And so I am intimately, uh, knowledgeable of job description creation. However, I was a recruiter creating these job descriptions. So am I intimately uh, knowledgeable of creating job descriptions? Yes. Am I intimately knowledgeable at the time of a project manager, of a technical lead, of a senior you know, account, accounting person? No. 
I knew the bullet points and I knew what a typical job description of that role would include. But did I know sitting in that decision maker's chair, what their specific needs were for the projects on their plate for that department, et cetera? No, I didn't. So what tends to happen with this traditional job search of applying online over and over and over again is most of the time, what tends to happen with these job descriptions and why sometimes there's jokes on Twitter or X or whatever they're calling it now <laughs> and LinkedIn and Facebook and all these social media things of these overinflated job descriptions is because most of the time they're not being written by the person who is hiring for them. They're being written by the recruiter, by someone in human resources, by someone who's great at writing job descriptions but not necessarily as great of sitting in the chair, desperately needing someone like you to help them out. <laughs> so what happens? A recruiter, someone creates a job description. They're creating it for the perfect, uh, the perfect unicorn, purple squirrel person out there because it's a marketing document. It is for the ideal person when they are perfectly up to speed in the role. Then they put it out on the job boards. Now you as a job seeker, you are now creating a whole persona in a resume of yourself to meet an inaccurate description of the role. That sounds like there's going to be a disconnect at some point. A little bit of a disconnect, right? A little bit of a disconnect. Now you are creating an entire version of yourself for something that's not accurate in order to secure a conversation with a recruiter who doesn't know the exact needs of what the decision maker and that hiring manager truly needs. I just thought of something. Yeah. This could be a game changer. Just he hear me out. If everybody out there is trying to match this kind of faux pas of a marketing document, then now all the candidates out there are kind of turning themselves into this ideal person and they're all going to look the same. Exactly. So, What's happening? What is happening to these applicant tracking systems? What's happening to the recruiters? It's broken on both sides, right? What ends up happening is now the recruiters are overwhelmed because you have people that are using AI tools and spamming job uh, descriptions and job postings. They either all look the same. They all look very AI driven. They're all not accurate descriptions of who you truly are. And now a recruiter who doesn't really truly understand to the depth of what the hiring manager, I mean, they understand, but they don't truly understand to the depth of the hiring manager, what the role truly entails. And that's the whole process that you're fighting to try and get in, uh, an interview for. And you only have a one to 2% chance of landing an interview if that's your only strategy because of that whole game. There's so many pitfalls falls there, right? And most of the time, if you do make it through all of that and you do pass the recruiter screen and you go to the hiring manager, a lot of times after working with thousands of people, we've heard, wow, I went to the hiring manager and the job is nothing like the job posting. That actually just happened to that. It did, right? It happened with our, our client that we just talked to. So what happens when that happens and you've now sold yourself as one version of you and you got to go shift your whole strategy? Are you prepared for that? Do you know how? Have you learned the skills? Do you know how to ask the right questions? All of that other stuff. And so 
The biggest con that I see with this traditional job search, besides the fact that the whole process is broken and you're trying to twist yourself for something that's not even accurate, is the fact that your mental health, your mindset throughout this whole process becomes, for lack of a better word, trash. And we've talked to so many people who feel frustrated, at the very least, demoralized, rejected, imposter syndrome, feel like they have to take a step back. Mm -hmm. All of these things because they've been working a system that's designed for you to fail. Now, can you land a job? Obviously, yes, there are people that this system works for, but it's a very cumbersome system and there are so many pitfalls. And what I will say is that this process, this traditional job search process of applying online, it does work better for roles that have multiple um, positions in that role. For instance, like a customer service rep um, or a project manager or something where there's multiple on there and where a recruiter can truly be the most effective. But if you're getting higher up in your career, a manager, director, VP, executive, this is not going to work for you. I can see that, especially because as you go through your career, you all of us just pick up additional duties, right? Like I'm doing some of this, I'm doing some of that because you want to jump in, you want to be a team player. And then all of a sudden now we've maybe we're a sales professional that's done some project management, some marketing stuff. And then it's like, oh my gosh, what do I put on my branding? Cause it doesn't align with what I'm going after. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So it's just one of those things that it's a really, really difficult thing. Now, are we saying screw the job boards? No, absolutely not. They are there. They are there to help. But is if that's the only strategy, it's really, really tough. So what is the other strategy? How, what is this hidden strategy that when you're sitting there and I've literally talked to, I remember about a year and a half ago, I had this phone call conversation with a data analyst. So she literally tracked her applications and she applied to 1600, 1600 applications. And she only landed 10 interviews and only one of them was with a hiring manager. That is some real crappy odds, right? So how do we how do we get over this? How how do other people land jobs when you're sitting there just applying over and over again and just collecting rejection emails like Pokemon cards? Like I don't know. I think I think at the heart of it, it's kind of saying with the job descriptions misaligned, if the process is misaligned, what we almost need to do is get to the heart of what is happening for that role which means we need to gather information internally in that department from that hiring manager. We need to confirm information because until we know that, we're flying blind and we need to have a target. Exactly. So here is what we do. Jack and I, we really focus on having a strategic and authentic job search. What a strategic and authentic job search really focuses on is it focuses on you being an authentic version of yourself, the authentic version of yourself. When you're constantly pretzeling yourself into many different versions of yourself, one, you don't know, okay, uh, I got a call back for an interview. Uh, Who did I say I was going to be? I don't know. So that's really frustrating. And then you have to either keep up that facade if you get hired or surprise, this is who I am, right? 
So forget all of that. You're going to be your authentic self because then that way you're a constant in your job search. And the only things that are changing are all the companies that you're talking to instead of you continually being a changing uh, variable and all the companies being a changing variable. That's a really hard target to hit. So if you're the constant in your job search and the jobs and the companies are changing, then that is a more likely um, ability to make a aligned fit. So that's the first thing. So how do you do that? One, you authentically describe who you are, your impact, your achievements, your results on your resume and your LinkedIn profile, mm. and you don't change it right? Because you all, at the end of the day, you only get one LinkedIn profile. So if your resume is a wildly different version than your LinkedIn profile, you're definitely not getting a call back from a recruiter for sure. So you have one version of your resume. It's okay if you make tweaks here or there, or if you adjust and update as you go and you learn more about yourself throughout the job search, fine. But having one version of your LinkedIn profile, one version of your resume, that's the first thing. The second thing is really honing in on telling your story, telling your impact, and really being confident on that direction forward in your career. Really being crystal clear on this because you're gonna start talking to a lot of people, especially decision makers, hiring managers, networking calls, people who are going to be your potential uh, colleagues, et cetera. And when they ask you, so what do you want? Where do you wanna go? If you don't know what your story is and where you want to go, then the people who you're talking to is going to say, I don't know where this goober wants to go. So we really want to make sure your resume is telling the right story, your LinkedIn is telling the right story, and you're telling the right story. The next part of it is really starting to talk to people. Talk to people, network your way in, and here's the reason why. The pro of this is, one, you start to learn about the company culture, the department culture. You start to learn who are the right people to talk to, and you also get introductions to those people. And you start to learn, is this company even a good fit for me, right? So this becomes a more mutually beneficial fit. It also sounds like even if we're in a situation where we need a job, right? At least we know what we're going into, right? Because it's a lot easier to deal with a tough situation when the transparency is there. Uh, so even if it isn't a long-term final destination, we can still be able to maintain our wellness as we're working in a job in not an ideal environment. Correct. Another pro is you and you're networking your way in, you get directly connected to people who actually understand the needs of the role, right? So you might be talking to, sure, some recruiters, but you might also be talking to the decision maker, the hiring manager, leaders at that company, and they can give you an accurate depiction of what you would be doing in that role instead of some weird job description that isn't accurate, right? So that's a big thing. Um, with a strategic and authentic job search as well, you're going to learn skills. Mm. You're going to learn how to tell your elevator pitch. You're going to learn how to tell your story. You're going to intimately know your impact, your achievements, and how to advocate for yourself in a job search. And that is going to serve you well and give you skills that is going to serve you well for your success in the rest of your career as well. All right. So now that we've gone over the two different types of job searches, as you can see, there are some pros and cons. Now, what we obviously like is the strategic and authentic job search. And the reason why is one of the best pros that we feel come with a strategic and authentic job search, which is 
learning long-term skills that serve you for the rest of your career. For instance, learning how to tell your story, having professional branding that not just lands you the next job, but sets you up for the rest of your career and the career advancement. Learning how to network, right? How to have that elevator pitch, how to find the right people, how to have a networking call, which a lot of people, most professionals are scared to do, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's one of those big big things, how to have a uh, locked in mindset that overcomes rejection, which is something that's going to happen in in a job search, no matter which path you take, right? How to negotiate your salary. So all of these skills are skills that are going to serve you for the rest of your career. And one that you're definitely going to have to learn and learn it strategically and authentically in a strategic and authentic job search. Whereas if you're spamming the job boards, Sometimes you'll have to learn it, but you'll have to learn it trial by fire, or you might fumble your way through, or you might not learn, right? So that's one of the things that uh, we feel really passionate about is learning skills that better yourself every single day. Um, When you choose the right job search strategy, truly a good way to choose is identifying where you are in your career, right? Yeah, I think it's it's really important to say is do I need to go find a certain type of experience right now to really give myself a boost? Or is this a place where I can do a lot of things to really gather the experience I'm looking to to have on my resume that's really going to impress future employers? Exactly. And as well as the different types of strategies that you have, that we have, right? When you're younger in your career or the types of jobs that you have, sometimes those job boards are going to work better for you. Whereas if you're upwards in your career, if you're more at that executive level, leadership level, it's not going to work as effectively for you. Um, One of the things that I'm going to be talking about tomorrow in a YouTube video at our Optimized Career Solutions YouTube page is going to be having a hybrid model. One of the things that uh, we like to say is, that not uh, attacking the job search from all aspects is kind of a missed opportunity. If you are networking your way in, if you are being strategic and authentic and you still can't get your way in, applying and having a 2% chance is better than having a 0% chance, right? So tomorrow, if you want to try and do all of the ways and have a hybrid uh, way, I'm talking about doing that in a YouTube video tomorrow and maximizing your time while maximizing your chances. It might also make sense that if you really aren't sure what to do, what you need to do, you know, you might want to reach out to somebody who could be a mentor, have that kind of advice, somebody you would take that advice from, or maybe even seeking advice from a coach, because somebody might be able to point you in the right direction of really what might be needed for you. Absolutely. If that is something that you're looking for, if you're looking for the right strategies, the right um, ways to be able to execute a strategic, authentic job search or a hybrid search, that stuff that we offer, you can check out our website at www.optimizedcareers.com. We have recently revamped our resume and LinkedIn optimization services, as well as giving access to all of our best strategies in order to make sure that you have a strategic job search. We are really excited about the fact that we've been able to share our opinions as well as some of the um, exciting pros and cons to both types of job searches. What we find is that a lot of um, the stuff that you find online really points to applying to these job boards, which is understandable. Um, And we wanna make sure that you know that there's other ways to do it that also provide you long-term career growth as well. 
Yeah, it's just really important to make sure that you're in line with your, what your future professional goals are, right? Absolutely. And so building that network, uh, but at the same time, making sure that you're able to progress is key. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Career Advancement Academy. If you are in a job search or you know someone in a job search, make sure to send this episode. Make sure to also subscribe to the Career Advancement Academy on your favorite podcasting platforms. Also on YouTube, Optimized Career Solutions is our channel where you can watch us record our podcasts. Uh, make sure to subscribe, leave us a five-star review. It helps us out and it helps other people uh, find the Career Advancement Academy. Make sure to stay tuned next week where all month of October we are talking about interviewing. We are giving away all of the best tips. October is actually a very hot month for interviewing. So if yes. you're going to be in an interview, you're going to want to make sure that you are listening Stick and subscribe. Around. It's going to be fun. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you for attending the Career Advancement Academy this week. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation. If you know a friend or colleague who would benefit from this episode, make sure to share it with them and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes. If you're interested in working with us, check out www.optimizedcareersolutions.com to learn more.